Bruce is dangerous. Look at the bigger. Look at the turn. Oh, that was brilliant, Luke Bruce. Mitchell's hands. Burgoyne, look out. Goal. Edgy into the goal square. The cross is on and it's been met beautifully by Henderson. And that is three goals in a row for Hawthorne. Sean Baker's at the back. I'm going to pick it off. Left footer. In the opening round of the season, the Hawks defeated the Pies under lights at the MCG. Mitchell made history, Bruce booted four, and Cyril's one percenters were, well, delicious. We're going to recap all the action from Saturday night, plus a roundup of club news, and we look ahead to Hawthorne's next test, a big Easter Monday match with a longtime rival. Hello and welcome to the most must show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. My name is Nick Mason. And sitting across from me is a man who just returned from a Gold Coast training camp. Good day, Tiz. Yeah, um, not sure how to feel. <laughs> I was going to ask if you're okay. You look all right. It's what's inside that counts. That's what we've learned. Yeah, well, I've got a tan, but I've also got that panda effect where they blindfolded me. <laughs> what are they doing? I have no idea what they're doing down at Adelaide. I have no idea. This could go down in history as... One of the all-time... Jump the shark moments. Yeah, kind of. I was looking for the words, but I think that does sum it up quite nicely. Has there ever been such a fierce reaction to losing a grand final? No, I don't I don't think there has been. I think uh, if you're shamed that badly on the MCG, you should definitely keep shaming them right through until... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has that element, doesn't it? It's just... It really does, yeah. It smacks of punishment? Definitely. Rather than um, encouragement and incentive. And it also basically underlines that uh, Don Pike feels like they just rolled over in that grand final. Which they kind of did. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah, but I would say so did he. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he made no moves, did he? Well, none that really worked would, in well, any case. Yeah, well, true. But when Richmond got on a roll, that was it. They just ran away with it, and that was it was over. You could tell that it was happening, too. Now, there is a few stats that suggest if you get rolled by that much in a grand final, basically it's over anyway, so you may mm. as well roll the dice with these sort of punishing, gruelling, <laughs> psychologically afflicting... Yeah, but <laughs> that's, that's what it comes down to. You're talking about rolling the dice on people's mental welfare. You know, you can't just play with that stuff. It affects people's lives. Yeah, yeah, they carry that back into the real world. It's it not just does, the footy but, field. You know, going to be better for it, right? Because uh, they <laughs> well, survived. It's the whole Nitschke thing. What don't kill me makes me stronger. What don't kill me? <laughs> I'm sorry, me. I did the rap version. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say Cockney, but anyway, <laughs> it sounds a bit Yorkshire. <laughs> but um, it, it clearly didn't do too much good because they lost to Essendon. So, yeah, the other club that sort of delved into. Similarly dark and ridiculous <laughs> behind-the-scenes workshops. There doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, evidence to engage in that kind of thing that Adelaide no. has done. No, certainly not. I think the only one that has worked... And, and then es Essendon, of course, denied that they had any evidence that it actually worked in the first place. So, Well, true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just reminded me of a tweet that someone uh, someone did during the game on the weekend... It was revealed that the coaches communicate, the Essendon coaching staff communicate with players via Word documents. Did you notice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. Like a massive font. Yeah, as well. 72p. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sh surely that's not the, the, the standard protocol that, for all coaches and players. No, apparently they used the wrong font and the AFL <laughs> house have been 
on the blower. No. Got to use Tahoma, not <laughs> Times New Roman. Essendon love windings as well. <laughs> Keep it secret. <laughs> Keep it coded. They'll never know. You're showing your age, Chief. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I understand that this is... Um, if you're listening to this, you're probably a Hawks fan, not an Adelaide fan. If you haven't caught up on that news, maybe just jump online and read uh, all about what Adelaide's been up to. We're well, not going I think to... we should say what happened. What did actually happen? They just got put on... They got blindfolded, oh. put on a bus, <laughs> driven God I mean, knows where. They I did mean, stop not there. Know. Stop there. This is the banged up abroad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doesn't it sounds horrible? Yeah, it doesn't sound great. It's it's not like any footy camp I've ever heard of. No, but never give up spirit. I mean, I think it should be inspirational kind of leadership rather than you're chucked in at the deep end. Yeah. Let's see if you can get out. Has it been? I think Sam Jacobs came out and sort of half-heartedly defended it, and uh, Pike has come out and sort of said it's a bit all blown up in the media. But what I want to know is everything. Like, I want to know everything about this Every camp. single. Yeah, because I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> and, I, I like, as Adelaide season plays out, I'll only become more fascinated, I'm sure. Every time they lose, not, and I imagine it's not just me, everyone's going to be wondering, just what did they do? What did they do on that camp? Oh, it's probably just an Elkita camp or something. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Uh, so it seems like a good chance to um, plug the iTunes <laughs> uh, If you haven't jumped on iTunes and subscribed, do that You can rate and review us on there as well We've got some lovely reviews and ratings And uh, hit us up on Twitter at HawkTalkPod Hasn't it been busy on the Twitter? Yes. yes, it has, yeah It's been awesome too That That is such a big factor for us as well We really appreciate everyone getting on board there And hitting us up with their questions and opinions and feelings uh, Only good feelings lately, Tiz What about that tweet I did? That got totally ignored. <laughs> and I knew it And then be. I went back the next day and I retweeted it because it was that good. <laughs> Are we talking about the... Uh, it's Yeah, it's very bawdy, isn't it? Do you want to repeat it? Not really. No, well, well don't, don't act like you're not proud of it because I know you are. All right. You, ra- you ran the- it by me first to see if you could get away with it. I said, go on. Yeah, I was going to put NM at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my style. People would have seen right through that. Anyway, what would you say? Will Bucks go balls out and play Cox in the wet. <laughs> All right. And he did. And Coxie was fantastic to watch. <laughs> he did provide uh, a constant stream of entertainment. Oh, that time someone kicked to him in front of the members. And it went yeah. through his hands and still reached the target. That was gold. I believe that was a rare Sicily blunder, unfortunately for us. I mean, I could hear the Benny Hill music. I, actually, you know what? If anyone has sort of just lost their mind just then and gone, no, it wasn't James Sicily. Um, there were many times that happened to Cox. So I'm quite happy to admit I could have been wrong. <laughs> I don't know which moment. How many marks did he drop? At he least so many. Yeah. So many. And it was so funny. It got funnier every time. You know how they've done the one second per disposal? <laughs> for Mitch. Yeah. They should do that for Cox. Yeah. Well, yeah, someone should totally cut that together. It'll be, uh, well, at least 10 seconds of glory. Because I reckon you're right. <laughs> It'd be 10, 10 dropped marks. It was fantastic to watch. Uh, it was a Hawthorne victory straight up. Uh, Hawthorne, 15-11-101, defeated Collingwood, 9-13-67. Now, it was a dominant second and third quarter that got us over the line. Yeah, wasn't that great? Yeah, it was I good to watch. I love the fact that we just played a holding pattern in the start of that last quarter. Yeah, well, the last quarter was a bit tense. 
and also a bit comical at times from both sides. Yeah, but you notice we didn't play any forwards. Nobody went over halfway. That was that was our game. We were just going to hold yeah. it back. Yeah, you're we right. We knew we were running out of gas. Everyone does in yeah. in round one, so we thought we'd make it hard for them to score. Yeah, keep it, keep the momentum. It's you a, know, fairly stagnant. It's a good way of putting it. I think you're right. It was quite a holding pattern because now now that I look back on the game, that observation that we just didn't bother playing a forward line is pretty much true. Yeah, I don't even think we were that interested in running out the back. You know how sometimes we play no, that game. as soon as we got to like the 18th minute or 10 minutes to go yeah. game time, yeah. we started playing again. Put a couple more <laughs> past them. That was it. Yeah, pretty much just landed the killing blow with uh, with Ruffy finally. Yeah. It felt like it took an eternity to do yeah, that to put Ruffy, the game away. Um, Ruffy had a treacle-like game. It's one of those ones where after praising him last podcast, wasn't his best. He got beaten. Um, Sean Marcus got beaten by Moore. Who has played out of position most of the match. See, that's the thing. I, I don't know whether to, and I think someone touches on it later, how good was this win? Can you actually tell? Round one. Yeah, it's interesting. We heard from uh, Matt on uh, on the Twitter, at Hawk Talk, on the Twitter, I sound like an old man, at Hawk Talk Pod. Uh, he tweeted us and asked, are the Hawks really good or are the Pies really bad? And I think you could mount cases for both. Well, we weren't that good. Round no. one, pretty good performance, but... Uh, it was, it was an enjoyable win, but I certainly wouldn't be getting but that carried away. But what was good was our pressure acts, our yes. intensity, mm. um, our ability to, to want the ball. I mean, Daniel Howe around the ball, God, he was good. Mm. He took, uh, uh, well, what did he do? He, he kind of um, worried Adam Trelaw out of it a couple of times. We heard from Bob who said uh, the pressure level seemed a lot higher than any effort I saw last year. Didn't it feel good watching those young pies just fledgling running around like chooks <laughs> with their heads off looking for a target they could hit that wasn't Mason Cox. <laughs> Old Rioli and Bruce and Poppy tried to run them down. Oh, it's great fun. I mean, that's one of the notes I've made here. A functioning forward line with Burgoyne, Rioli, Puopolo and Bruce. It's pretty bloody scary, isn't it? Well, the pressure acts were phenomenal. It's, in, it's insane. And, and I mean, Rioli, we must say a bit about Rioli and his return. It's pretty much as close to what you wanted as a Hawks fan because you weren't expecting him to set the world on fire first game back but it was it was a traditional Rioli hit out wasn't it <laughs> he didn't have a huge stats game but it didn't matter yeah well you got to give credit to uh, Henderson the phantom oh okay didn't he finish off a couple of moves beautifully <laughs> he did with uh, I think it was Gunston who crossed into the box yeah that was classic. Yeah, that was very nice. I uh, I enjoyed Hendo because we had a go at him. We wondered what the hell he was doing, but he put in some bodywork on the weekend. I still wonder, but to be fair, he did have a good game. He, he put in. So, you know, full credit to Henderson His timing there. was very nice. And it I was. think having Impey and Hendo allowed Smith mm. to really come to the fore as well. Yeah. Impey looked very nervous though, didn't he? He did, yeah. Every time <laughs> he went near the ball, he's like, oh, I've got to get rid of this quickly as possible. Impey didn't exactly have the sort of impact we saw in the preseason. That's okay. And there was a couple of chances he could have had a ping, but yeah. he did the team thing and buggered up the plan. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll get used to it. Now, there's one player in particular we're holding off mentioning. That's fine. He'll sort of be our main event for this recap. So we'll, Jager. That, well, that's who I want to talk about now. We'll get to Mitchell in a sec. I want to talk about O'Meara because, Tiz, I think I'm ready to believe. Yeah, yeah. And I reckon it was like the opening two minutes of the match I decided that. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was so good. It just like, oh, I thought Collingwood had a midfield. 
what's happened yeah it was the time and space that he found and and his hunger for the ball his ability to find it it was just all it all clicked inside the first few minutes of the game and i'm just like yep this is going to be good and then he 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 admitted himself he he ran out of gas but uh, imagine that for four quarters well exactly yeah that is going to be fantastic but i think as you say round one you expect players to run out of gas so it's fine um shall we move on to uh effectively the main event the main man of the moment uh tom mitchell and the crowd involvement (laughs) yeah well by the end people were cheering him on yeah they knew full well what was at stake and uh his 54 disposal game surpassed the previous individual best of 53 that was held by gary ablett and greg williams so um pretty good You'd think. Excellent. You'd think the consensus would be that he was great. When I flicked on the telly and saw Gary Ablett run around the back, (laughs) (laughs) gives it, gets it back, kicks it. Yeah. uh. That's so weird because I was watching the game too, Geelong Melbourne. Yeah. And I remember I had that exact thought. It could be that we had it at like the exact same time (laughs) of the game. I'm not sure. We'll probably never know. But I did think that. Yeah. So, but he's a hardball gets. He's in and under. He's. He took a phenomenal number of marks for a little fella. Um, I think Tom Mitchell, his stats ended up being a, a pretty even split between contested and uncontested. So much space for the bloke. Oh, yeah. Sidey, side bottom tried to go with him for a little while. Got Adams on him as well. Crisp. I'm not, you know, giving raps for Crisp, but I mean, they tried. Buckley tried. At one point he went, oh, all right, I'll listen to the midfield coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but even if you're a player and mm. you see a guy having that much influence, yeah, do you not just go to him and just go, this bloke has had 17 possessions. Yeah, this bloke has taken the piss. My coach is not reacting at all. Yeah. I'll take this into my own hands. Yeah, well, so at least one of us wants to win. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know Hodgie or Mitchell or someone would do that. Oh, totally. Because, I mean, it would be embarrassing after a while. And I mean, how is it not embarrassing? I mean, we actually got... The uh, only bloke to get two 50-plus possession games against the same It's the same team, team same coach. <sighs> and this comes a year after his last, like the first time he did it. Like a deja vu. It is, exactly. I mean, the only difference is the result. But yeah. I mean, still, is it time for him to concede that he was wrong, Buckley? I mean, he doesn't think so. I mean, he awarded coaches votes. This is great. Because it illustrates the, how nice he is. <laughs> he, he awarded the full extent of, of the coach's votes to Mitchell. Yeah, so he ended up with 10 because he got five yeah, from because he got Clarkson. five from Clarkson, of course. And I don't think anyone could have given him less. He was clearly best on ground. And someone who sets an all-time record should be called best on ground, you I know? I have a vague recollection that Buckley gave a weird Norm Smith vote one year. This sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, so you can't you can't rely on Bucks to pick the best player. <laughs> yeah, I would love to know his reasons because he's back down. You know, he's come out on SEN today. What, what did he say? What's the exact words? All right, because he's a mealy mouth little guy. <laughs> Buckley uh, on SEN said Mitchell was best on ground. Let's be clear, but it has been overblown about how significant his performance was in the results because there were so many things we were in control of that we didn't get done that didn't get the result in the last quarter. Tom Mitchell had seventeen touches. But we went inside 50, 19 times to 9. If you extrapolate that out, Tom Mitchell has 76 touches and we have 80 inside 50s to 40. Tis, 
What did I just read? Uh, my brain is melting. Where really? has he got? Where has he gotten those figures from? I don't understand at all. Oh, no, well, I, I, I don't have a head for maths. Okay, right. But I know enough to read that and read it back to you and so not he had know how many inside fifties again. I'm just tracing back here. Nineteen. According to Buckley, uh, yeah, the last quarter they went inside fifty nineteen times to our nine. Right. So they went inside nineteen times for two goals seven. So let's extrapolate that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that's his point. I mean, no, no, that this is, is not the point. No, 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 He's but an idiot. The, no, this is his point. This is what where it gets really bizarre. You can't just extrapolate what you like. No, no, but okay. Not only is I, I'm I'm contending that his figures and his mathematical conclusions are incorrect. I think it's just like gibberish. How many times did we go in for our two goals two? Nine. Exactly. Yeah, but okay, so I, I, I just get rid of those numbers out of your head because they don't make sense anyway. But let's let's run with what he's saying. Let's ignore that. Okay. Let's run with what he's saying. I'm putting the so blindfold on. Yep. <laughs> Let me take you to the outback, all right? <laughs> no, sorry, I mean uh, the Gold Coast, wink, yeah, wink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so effectively, his argument is it wasn't Mitchell. All you have to understand is we were terrible. We were terrible, and that was the only reason we lost. Okay, for a start, you shouldn't, as a coach, just be conceding that flat out. It might as actually a... be better for your position if you just give the opposition some credit. Barkley needs to demand more of his players. He can't really protect them. But he does need to provide some kind of protection in the midfield. He can't hmm. let a guy get 50 possessions. And it does stop with him. He came out and said last year that Mitchell wasn't hurting Collingwood, which is all well and good to say when, I guess, you win. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, I, I would still disagree. That still hurts hurts aside for a bloke to get 50-plus possessions. But anyway, it still seems to me he's coming out on SEN today and he's not backing down. It's extraordinary. It wouldn't cost him anything at all to just be like, no, he was very good, and just leave it at that. Because he'd only be echoing what everyone else is saying. No, he's got to explain why he didn't try and tag him. But or even why that, is it he, impossible to tag him? But even that, he mentions, you know, he sent Adams and uh, and Sidebottom and Crisp to him. So he said he tried. He even went that far. He said, no, well, no we, we sent players to him. So it's just this sort of concession that his club failed. But he's also trying to detra- detract reckons, from Mitchell's accomplishments. He reckons they still had enough of the ball to win. Yeah. And that they failed in their own game plan. Well, but that's my point. Yeah, I know. I'm just putting up there. This is an alley oop, chief. Oh, no, is... well, it's not a difficult alley oop. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, to, to dip into the the big book of Zoolander quotes, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. <laughs> Why is no one understanding how ludicrous this is? He's just a terrible coach. That's uh, that's it. Yeah. Well, I liked at the end when he just <laughs> threw players everywhere on the field and. Well, he decided to play more back into the forward line, which looked like that was a good. Oh, he move. took a mark. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. And one of the only forward fifty marks for the either side. Mm. You know. So a- another thing about that quote is he um, singles out the last quarter. I mean, th- it doesn't exist in a vacuum. What about the the quarters before that? Because Mitchell's played an entire game, like the, the what three noticed, quarters by that point. What I noticed with Collingwood was the concentration levels were shit house. Yep. And red time, we just run away with it. Yep. And uh, that's coaching. Mm. That's the hardest part of coaching is getting the concentration levels up and having the right plan. 
it's interesting. Um, Clarko's take on it as as our coach, he doesn't want Mitchell to be so prolific, and I'm inclined to of agree. Not. No, you want to share the load, obviously. And I think um, you know more than ever, it's games like that that sort of um, imply that if if Mitchell ever went down, we might be in quite a bit of strife. I think we were talking about it a bit last week. It's time to start investing in, you know blooding players from the midfield and building them up just in case because uh if you know mitchell's played every game since he walked into the club he's played every game he hasn't missed through injury or suspension or anything we've never been tested we've never been a mitchell-less side in fact that's been the case for years (laughs) because of sam but um yeah it's 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 never come up that we haven't had tom mitchell yet so yeah plan b i i hope so i hope so but it might be start. It might be time to start bringing some kids in. Hashtag Warple Watch. <laughs> Warple, Warple, really? Watch. He goes past everyone else. <laughs> I'm just trolling. Come on. Ah, oh, bloody Hados. <laughs> I was going to say that was for the benefit of just uh, that small selection of listeners that finds it a hot topic. <laughs> uh, but um, there might be a spot if uh, Birdo mm. can't get up. Geez, that looked bad. Oh, didn't it? Considering what it actually is, just a rolled ankle. Yeah. That the little flippy thing made it look ten times worse as well. Yeah, well, he, it's like yeah. a car accident. Yeah, he reacted pretty badly. Yeah, yeah, he looks like he was in a lot of pain. Uh, we'll get to the uh, selection table soon, but I just want to give uh, honourable mentions to. Uh, I thought Sicily was pretty good. It's just going to be one of those things that and I, he gave it to Trelaw. <laughs> yeah, about uh, about comments over Mitchell having like dinky little handballs. But I is mean, that what he did? Yeah, that's what it was. You see Sicily um, making a handball motion. <laughs> and uh, that that was in reference to Trelaw giving them shit last year. Right. Yeah, basically saying Mitchell has cheap handballs that don't affect us at all. And Sicily, a year on... That's a great backstory. Oh, it's excellent. I love that. I mean, yeah, he, he laughed last. The whole team did, obviously, because, I mean, a record-breaking game and uh, what was it, a 34-point win. So, I mean... Obviously, we laughed last. But uh, other than that, yeah, Sicily Sicily's great. I feel like I'm going to bang on about it every episode um, if we happen to win, even if we don't. I just uh, he's, he's just such a good player now and, and so suited to where he plays. Um, what about Stratton as well? Yeah, there were a couple of moments. Stratton put his body in mm. against Reed. Yep. Reed didn't look too well after that. <laughs> Again, one of those players like Rioli, stat sheet doesn't flatter him, but it didn't matter because I think he did pretty our well. Back, our back six, or at least our defence, were very, very solid. Mm. Mm. And really, we've got depth really to it as well. Yeah. Got the depth, which I'll um, go into at the selection table in a sec. And, uh, of course, the milestone man, Gunston, thought he played a good game. 150th game, two goals. And you want to guess how many score involvements he had? It was a fair few. Seven. Twelve. 12. 12 score involvement. That's massive. It is, yeah. I tried to look at... Uh, I, I saw that number. I'm like, geez, did anyone come close? What, what about Bruce? I think Bruce had something like uh, 6 or 7 mention? or something. Uh, I meant to mention Bruce, yeah, because, I mean, he was that fantastic. classic goal. Oh, yeah, the, the, the spinny goal, as you would have heard in the highlights what, at the top of the show. What were they protecting? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what they were doing there. There's the goal. There he is with the ball. <laughs> I will make sure he doesn't go away from the goal. Well, maybe it's one of those mindsets where it's like, surely he's not going to try and take us on. <laughs> like you don't know Luke Bruce. He loves taking people on. 
it's a great reaction from the crowd too. As soon as they realised he was past him. Oh yeah, they all went up. They all went up. No, um, I should have mentioned Bruce sooner because he was fantastic. And uh, what about Poppy's little legs running for that against uh, Hoskin Elliott? Yeah, he just y- picks up the ball with one hand, turns around, spins. He knew he was going to win that. Knew he was going to win that contest. It. Yeah. His opponent had gone to ground, and I was like, "Oh, what are you kicking it for?" Mm. And then, of course, I realised he just sprinted like ninety metres. <laughs> And but his kick was perfect. Yeah. Cyril was the only one watching the ball. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, why did he kick it? Because he got Rioli one out, which again, <laughs> you know, that's a win. Well, Cyril was the only one watching it come in. The other bloke yeah. was just watching Cyril. Well, that's what pressure does. Yeah. Well, you know, you're on the back foot immediately, especially up against those two. Great roar, though. Oh yeah, excellent roar. And the the chant ringing out through the yeah. through the MCG. That's exactly what I wanted. And so, uh, no, it was good to hear. I just wanted hear. an impy goal. Yeah, we're left waiting another week, but uh, I don't think we'll be waiting too long. I think he's going to hit the scoreboard very soon. Looking forward to the preview against Geelong because um, it's going to be a big game. It is going to be a big game. What was your read on? You watched the um, Melbourne-Geelong game. Let's see. Menzel misses from the square. Mm. Then Gorn misses. Yeah. Uh, did they not want to win? What's going on with these two clubs? Mm, something I'll touch on in the rant, I think. But There's something, uh, there's something wrong down there. Like, yeah. Geelong didn't go for the jugular. Melbourne can't win a close one. In fairness to Menzel, I think he did kick four or something, didn't he? So, I mean, he had a pretty good day. Yeah. Jetta, Jetta, what what was Jetta doing? <laughs> it's not the first time I've doubted a Jetta, but anyway. Oh, now they're out of the running for the premiership, of course. <laughs> what, Melbourne? And Geelong. And Geelong. What, yeah. that's it? Well... You uh, put a line through both of them off one game. They yeah. played against each other. So, the stat is that for the last 10 years, mm. every... Premier has spent a hundred percent of the season inside the eight. Wow. Okay. Geez, right. that's a stat from left field, but it's a good one. Yeah. The only exception is the twenty thirteen premiers mm. who missed two rounds, I think. They were not in the eight. Otherwise, hundred percent the whole year in the eight. Wow, okay. So you can get rid of Adelaide. <laughs> you can get rid of the Geelong. I'll get rid of Adelaide Melbourne. for other reasons, but anyway. Melbourne? <laughs> yeah. It's all over. Meanwhile, we're sitting third. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're in the eight. Yep. That's all that matters. <laughs> well, there you go. Isn't that a fascinating stat? It is. Just it is. the kind of crap that the AFL did not <laughs> want you to know. Because it's all the, over now. That's what, it. <laughs> you lose round one, you're done. Even if you win by a small margin in round one, like Geelong. Yeah, they, they, they still ended up ninth. Yeah. Which is fantastic. So I, I'm ta- I take it then overall you didn't think that much of Geelong. Oh, they, they've had a lot of changes to that side. I, was, I I couldn't believe that Melbourne let almost every one of their debutants kick a goal. <laughs> I could yeah. not understand that. And also Melbourne had a couple of selection issues, um, leaving Dom Tyson out as well as um, Brayshaw, mm. which in a game that's decided by a kick seems a little bit stupid and naive. Yeah. Um, but you've got to remember that uh, Geelong lost Taylor. Yes, they did, yeah. Was, was it the first quarter? And they didn't have danger. Yep. And Selwood went down. He looks like he's injured, but he will play. Mm. Ablett played pretty well, didn't he? 39, wasn't it? 39 touches. Yeah, yeah. It was just Ablett doing Ablett things. I'll look forward to watching him. Oh, really? Yeah, I like watching Gary. Fair play to anyone who, who is the opposite of this, but I do not get sentimental about other teams. If we're playing them... Not the team... Well, just the player. Uh, no, but but they have the colours, mate. They're wearing the other colours. I want them to fail. 
Really? Yeah. See, they're the enemy. For, they're I the can enemy. barrack for bug and I can barrack for ablet. <laughs> you it's love got nothing bug. to do with ability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just if you put them in different colors, they're the enemy, and I want them to fail. There's probably only one exception, and I bet you could guess who it is. Uh, yeah, Tom Murphy. <laughs> is he still playing? He's not still no, he's playing. Not still playing. When did he retire? Uh, when we won a premiership, I think 2013. <laughs> he's like, I'm not getting back into that side. It's like, yeah, mate, you're at Gold Coast. <laughs> you have to be traded back, and even then, you wouldn't make the best 22. So no, no, you no chance. Okay, come on, you are no chance. Uh, no, buddy, buddy would be my. I think just about the only one who the trader, I, Judas himself. Surely people have come to terms with that by now. Has he even come back to the club for a function? Well, he's got his chance this year. He does, doesn't he? We'll get into that. But uh, right now, the uh, the selection table. Um, assuming Ryan Burden doesn't overcome the ankle injury, uh-huh. which um, it's up in the air, isn't it? They haven't declared one way or the other. No, they're giving him time. He's got yeah. a lot. He's got a lot of time. Um, what about Jure? not a certainty. I wouldn't have thought. No, he had a very scrappy game, as uh, one of our listeners, Bob, pointed out. Wakanda Sykes, uh, quite, great Twitter name there, also got in touch asking if Jure should be dropped for glass specifically. I can see that. Yeah, I'm perfectly happy with that. But I do think um, Jure won't be bodied out of the contest like glass. I wouldn't be bringing glass in against Geelong. I think because it is Geelong, I do tend to favour experience. Mate, we've got Collingwood, Geelong, Richmond, Melbourne. Yeah. We have definitely organised a group of players that are experienced enough to get us through this first month. I'm just looking at the um, list of names that we could actually bring in. We've, we've got some, uh, got a healthy list of players. We've got some depth, which is good. We've got Mirror, Heatherly, Brands. Could all come in for Burton, fit right into the back line. Who would be your pick of those if you had to bring any in? Or would you go something completely different? Yeah, Suckling. <laughs> He's looking great at the dogs. Mind you, they're terrible. I was going to say, he might be the only one looking but great he, at the dogs. No, I still miss him. I bet he misses <laughs> us too. Who would you want to see? Mirror? I'd be happy with Mirror. I'd, I'd be happy with any of those three. I guess I like Brands though. I want but to see Brands back in the team. you don't get any run from those guys. No, I guess not. No, they're not. I'm not going to say that they're perfect replacements for Burton. I'm more looking at who can, who is a traditional backman mm. who can play there. Um, and those are the three that jumped out at me i don't think they're perfect replacements by any means um who would i really like to see i'd like to see warple mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not even kidding here i'm not saying bring him in for geelong but we are starting hashtag warple watch it's warple watch 2018 when is he gonna play it is if you had to look at the fixture because i don't think you play this week and i don't think he should he will play against your favorite mob to beat north melbourne easily well when do we have them is that coming up soon i think it is isn't it yeah few weeks okay all right well tis has tipped it here and um when's our first tassie match is that coming up uh throwing a lot at you here at the moment (sighs) goodness gracious (laughs) uh we heading down to tassie this year chief or well you brought it up and no no i've always wanted i haven't been yet you've been haven't you so after the melbourne game we back up another sunday game with north melbourne and then following that we're down in tassie against the saints all right i reckon you say north i'm gonna say saints I reckon Warpool gets a shot at the uh, the Saints. Really? Yeah. Haven't you noticed a trend? I don't. Maybe this could be completely false. <laughs> Is this the Willsmore trend where we <laughs> only debut players interstate? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but specifically Tassie, in front of like a you know a home away from home crowd. Right. Pretty friendly atmosphere. Pretty low key. Bring them in there, and then we'll 
slowly. Who are you thinking of? What do you mean? Warpool? No, who are you thinking of who's had that happen in the past? Well, I was trying to rack my brains just then. Because it, it seems like a theory that doesn't really have any evidence. <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a trend that I've noticed in the last few years that I'm sorely unequipped <clears throat> to, uh, to argue awkward. for. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's something I believe I've noticed, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. But I'm, I've, I've thought it before. That's the only reason why I bring it up. I, th- I think we debut people... Thank you, not, not, not only interstate, but in Tassie specifically. And over to you, Ling. That's an insult, <laughs> comparing me to Cameron Ling. I won't stand for that. If anyone uh, on, on the Twitter wants to... Uh, Cameron Ling with special comments. <laughs> if anyone on Twitter wants to prove me right or wrong at Hawk Talk Pod. <laughs> That's not going to What do you mean? Uh, I'll own it if I'm wrong. I'm not... What are you going to have I'm a poll? I'm not married to the theory. I'm not going to have a poll. I'm not married to this theory, but I believe that that's how we've used Tassie in the past. That we've debuted players down there. Fair enough. Okay, here we go. Actually, no. Have we've you talked, got one? We've talked, one? Lo- we've talked long enough about it for me to realise or discover one. Buddy. Luke, <laughs> Luke Loudon. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's one case. Yeah, you got one game. Yeah. He set the precedent of uh, players calling their parents and having it filmed. What? You know how clubs do Was that. Is that the now? first thing? I reckon he's one of the first. Have I just introduced another thing I'm going to have to back yeah, up? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> do you like all those things? I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Only if they're good players. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, time, you know, time does tell, doesn't it? And, you know, as good a moment as that was for Luke, it doesn't seem to hold up now. Oh, I don't know. It holds up for him. I imagine it's a huge moment. But uh, he, he didn't do too much I for us, I think it needs to be celebrated that you get an AFL game. I think that's great. Yeah, well, oh, absolutely. It's a massive achievement. It's something I'll never do. It's something I never had a chance of doing. So, no, good on Luke. And um, where is he at now? Oh, shit, Adelaide. Is he still on the list there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. But if he's not, then uh, happy days for Luke. <laughs> he had some bad luck with injury. Anyway, so who do you want to see in the team? <laughs> what, what, this week? Um... Yeah, Do we good, need to make some changes for Geelong? That's a good question. I don't know if I'd make that many changes. There'd be forced changes, if anything. Right. Um, mind you, I you know wouldn't mind seeing Jeray out of the side, but just just who comes in for him? I, I saw someone on Twitter suggesting Morrison, um, but even then, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but but Jeray going out of the side wouldn't be too bad. Um, I was I was a little bit worried seeing the. Uh, the weather and how that was shaping up and, and noticing that we kept O'Brien and Schoenmakers oh, in yeah. the side against Collingwood. But When I mean, they run with Cox, you've got no problem. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it didn't end up backfiring at all. But um, I, I assume the weather holding out, I would keep them in the side if it's not terrible conditions. And other than that, um, just replace Berto and I think we're well, doing I think okay. Well, I think we should do pretty well on Monday. I'm not saying we'll win, but... Mm. Uh, their makeshift defence, yeah, is operating at the moment. So, mm. oh look, it, it we should, should be able to find some holes in that. It should be a classic um, Hawthorne Geelong affair. I would have thought. I think it's going to be a close can't one. Can't see us running away with it. Neither team. I don't think either team will run away with it. But you know, I I, I do get tense and anxious about playing Geelong. So I feel like I know how this story goes. I know I've read the script. And, and Kenneth's back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Won't they have a field day with that if they win by a couple of points or a cheap kick after the siren or something like that? Do you reckon he'll ever get the gold jacket out again or is he a different man now? He reckons he will. 
He reckons he will if we win a flag or something. It's currently in the museum. Someone asked him about it on Twitter because he's Did a they? man of the people and he was conversing with the uh, the Twitterverse on Saturday right. night after the game. Right. And someone asked him about the jacket and why he never wears it. And he said it's in the museum. So I guess he'll break it out for a special occasion. Right. Can't, can't have another one made. That's <laughs> outside the budgetary. Well, it's like, you know, it's like a lucky pair of underwear. Like it's, <laughs> You only have one. Right. I don't know. Is, is it a lucky suit? I don't know what his feelings about it are. Is it, is it sentimental? He he seems to think it's only reserved for special occasions. He had occasions. shoes as well, didn't he? Hawk shoes. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he had a whole outfit. <laughs> it's really, you know. If he hadn't been the president, it would have been a little bit, you know, awkward. <laughs> I think there are fans that get worse than that. I mean, Catman, for one, if that's whatever his name is. Is that his name? There is a bloke that's made a full caftan suit kind of number <laughs> out of all the scarves he's got over the years. Oh, jeez. Looks brilliant. I'll have to get a photo of that. That's got to be heavy. Probably very warm as well. Yeah, I was going to say. It uh, looks good, though. I like oh, it. Oh, does it? Yeah. See it coming Wait, is this a mile for off. us or? Yeah, for us. Like for Hawthorne. Yeah, okay. Hawthorne. Jeez, supporters are a strange bunch. But then... As long as they're wearing the right colours, right? Exactly. Yeah. Now you're getting it. As long as they're wearing the right colours, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, let's get to news from around the club. Um, Hawthorne is set to celebrate the anniversaries of three past premierships at the Mighty Fighting Hawks Premiership Reunion on Sunday, 17th of June. It's going to be held at the Grand Hyatt Melbourne. Are you interested in going to that, Tiz? Oh, I'd love to go. be fantastic. So, 78. Yep. 88. Mm -hmm. Jarman from 98. (laughs) And 2008. Yes, correct. Yeah, good. (laughs) Tick all those boxes. (laughs) Yeah, no, it it should be good. Um, pricey. Oh, really? I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> Is Buddy going to come though? That's well, I I certainly hope so. That's my question He's as well. He's probably playing that day. He's not. I checked the fixture. Did you? Yeah, I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually. Yeah. He, uh, I don't think he's in Melbourne though. I think he's oh. in Sydney. But he has the time. What he do you mean he has the time? No, the event's on Sunday, and I think uh, the, their game is on Friday. So who do we have the day before? Uh, Adelaide at the MCG. Okay. And, and by that time, they'll be mentally broken. So, <laughs> Look, I guess it is a... <laughs> I guess it is a... It's a fragile thing, isn't it? Yeah. You don't want to go giving your players over to what seem like hacks. <laughs> do you? There's a, there's a lot of trust involved on all sides. Well, we, we've read about how... How bad the confidence was at Hawthorne after 2012. Uh, I was gonna, yeah, we've read a lot about that, especially in like Hodge's book most and how, recently. And is how I hard read about. it was to get back to winning, mm. and we lost the first game, first round the following year. Yeah, to Geelong, and they, I don't know, there's some real questions asking for them to be put in a situation where they feel unsafe. Yeah, basically, and it's one thing to talk about physical safety, but psychological stuff is that's a that's next level well they like, did lose to the youngest premiership side in memory yeah that some have dubbed the the worst premiership side the least skilled premiership side yeah yeah oh, uh, we wait and see what happens with that but no um buddy should be free to attend so <laughs> i hope he does well you've been to sydney swans I've family been, uh, days to go and say buddy i really preferred it when you were at hawthorne I did not say that. That's yeah, not a direct You were quote. a better player when you were there, mate. I d- um, <laughs> let's see I you mean, kick 100 in that uniform. Just because you're spouting my opinions doesn't mean <laughs> that's what I said. Oh, oh. <laughs> Cat got your tongue. No, no, I did say because, uh, you know, as it's well known for listeners of this podcast, he my girlfriend still... follows the Sydney Swans. Yeah. So we went, we've been along to multiple family days and on one occasion at least I did say... You whispered to him. <laughs> 
<laughs> I still lovingly. love and respect you. <laughs> well, it's effectively paraphrasing that, you know, like I'm a Hawthorne supporter. It's still a pleasure watching you play, but it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't hurt. No, it's fine. Um, unless he lines up against us and kicks ten, which he almost did against West Coast. It was very close. Um, no, but I, I hope Buddy's there. I, I might go to his. We'll see. Because um, it's been a while since I've been to like an official Hawthorne function like that. I, I used to go. Um, my dad used to take us to the uh, like social club nights. Oh yeah. At um, uh, Glen Ferry. Oh, the pokies. Were there pokies there? I don't know. I don't think there were. I, I don't remember that. I remember being knee high to a grasshopper and mm. being taken by my father to the social club down there. Yeah. And meeting Tucky and Dermy, and that's all I can remember. Yeah, I'm struggling to remember it now, but yeah, they would do like players would get up and get interviewed on stage and, you know, you get dinner and stuff. It would always be a good night. Yeah. Very thankful to my uh, my dad and, and like those nights with uh, my dad and my brother going there because that's the kind of stuff that um, instills all this passion for and the game. And prevented you from going for Essendon. Yes. Because <laughs> it was a line call. I was getting swayed <laughs> to the dark side by the other side of the family. So, uh, no, I... I that, that's the kind of thing that makes you hold strong to the brown and gold. So, um, yeah, we've got that. We've got uh, the 1978, 1988 and 2008 premierships being celebrated later in the year. And it does cost you a pretty penny, but uh, details are up online at the moment. You can sell the them in you get, though. <laughs> yeah, you can. But again... there's some of the money back. There are different tiers of, of attendance. <laughs> so you can go bronze, silver and gold. I think if you go silver, you get some memorabilia. Right. But you don't know what it is yet. Can't you take stuff along for them to sign and then chuck it up on eBay? Well, I didn't think of that, but... They probably don't let you. It's like that thing where you go to the family day and it's one signature per player. Meanwhile, you've taken three sets of footy cards. (coughs) Oh, wow, that got you. That actually got (laughs) on your skin. Jeez. After all the stuff I've copped on this podcast. (laughs) I take people along... Behind me to get... Because you can't get round to all the players in a day with the premiership cards. You, you take your, your sister along. Yeah, and her friends. Yeah. And <laughs> her friends. Okay. I haven't known you that long to see that. But uh, you send them around yeah. to get the signatures. Yeah. That, that is... Not that I flog those. No, no. I, I don't... No, you no, don't You those. don't flog those, to be fair. You're a collector of them. But um, that is true dedication to the cause. Is enlisting people, and it and it really shamed me when people retired after a premiership because they don't turn up for the family. Because <laughs> now they're suddenly worth more, and they're not in any position yeah. to give you the signature. Where am I going to find? Um, am I going to turn? Oh, I suppose I have to take one out of your book and turn up to the Western Bulldogs family day and get suckers to sign. I will say this: the Sydney ones are pretty tame and not like. Oh, I mean, well, having said that, are, are any that is any family day me. very obnoxious? That surprises me for a fan base <laughs> that sings "Sweet Caroline" at halftime. I would have thought they'd be gung ho. No, I, mean, I guess it's only because it's in Melbourne. Because <laughs> uh, you know, oh, they're all the old South supporters. Yeah, so it's, it's all pretty polite. Yeah, it's it's all a bit adorable. But then I I'm trying to conceive of a, an obnoxious fan day. I don't think I've been to one, so. Ours are pretty okay. Not that we've had one this year. You're shattered about that, aren't you? I missed it. Yeah, you can't. Well, there's no missing it. We haven't had one. Didn't we? What was it? It was something. It was something. No, I think we've just just been doing open trainings and stuff. We haven't had one like at Glenferry like we have in previous years. Right. Okay. There's open training on Saturday, isn't there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, listeners. I won't be going, but it's only because I've got comedy festival stuff that time of the year. Oh, yeah. What's your show? 
my show. Yeah. I don't have a show. One I would recommend. If you're listening to this, you'll probably like Titus O'Reilly already, but he's got a show on the Imperial, so you should check that out. I heckled Stephen K. Amos once. What did you say? I can't remember, but it didn't go down well. <laughs> I bet it wouldn't. You know why? Because you're not meant to. You well, just kept, sit down, shut up, and kept laugh when you're meant me. to laugh. He kept coming back to me. Oh, so you were picked on. After that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. You deserved it. Um, Too close to the front. Rookie error. Yeah, rookie error. Don't go close to the front. And, 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 and engage. Yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking? And he's really good at it as he well. He is. Yeah, I found that out. Uh, I fear we might have strayed from the path here. We'll get back to the point of the podcast. There's the Hawthorne Football Club. Uh, the Hawks women's team have, compete, have completed their first hit out under the Hawthorne banner, and they were 15-point victors over the over the Southern Saints. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. So are the Southern Saints affiliated with St Kilda? I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. But um, uh, You've written Sean Marcus on the rundown. <laughs> yeah, I have written Sean Marcus. It's taking off. Have you noticed? <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, our listeners are starting to, on Twitter, at Hook Talk Pod, they're referring to Sean Makers as Sean Markers. Yeah. When yeah. he slotted through that goal, <laughs> a number of that tweets That was a beautiful goal too. Don't I, distract me I from the point. I called that at the ground. I'm like, oh, you kicked this one. And you should have seen the Sorry, who? support. <laughs> Shuey will kick this one. <laughs> okay, you got through the loophole there. <laughs> Not bad. Shuey will kick this one. You should have seen the look. On the face of the Collingwood fan in front of me. Because he didn't even know he was out there. Well, you wouldn't. But that was a great goal. Beautiful Give him that. Finish. Yep, definitely. Impy and Shuey then. Yes. Yeah, it was the uh, the tag team of Impy and Shuey prevailing Can we run that, that together? I thought about Shimpy. that. At the, just Shimpy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to go with Shimpy. Oh, yeah. But the likelihood of that tandem ever popping up again throughout the season I would suggest is very minor hashtag shimpy hashtag <laughs> shimpy there we go we've got a number of things coming out of this episode yeah, anything Warple. to get rid of that Sean Marker's hashtag well you've brought it up you've said it now and <laughs> right <laughs> now our listeners love it embrace it see this this is the problem mate you've gone Stephen K Amos again <laughs> Don't poke the bear. If you don't mention it, I'm sure it will just it's go away. It's on the run now. That's <laughs> true. You Sean were never Marcus getting away from it. Got into Bitcoin. And yeah, well, we did. I was watching. Um, have you seen the series Let's Do Lunch so does he have on the to, Hawthorne website? Does he have to work anymore? Like, <laughs> no. Look, basically, he was talking with Bruce because Hawthorne are doing a series at the moment where they film a couple of players like just doing lunch with each other. Mm-hmm. And my favourite part is trying to discern whether these two would ever hang out in real life. Wow. But, well, only because the week before they had Burton and Morrison. Right. And, you know, two fairly young guys. Yeah. But the the lack of conversational chemistry they had made me wonder. I'm like... They've got cameras on them. Yeah, I imagine they'd be feeling a bit awkward. Yeah. A bit stilted. And this episode was better, though. If you can check it out, uh, Hawthorne... Um, Hawthorne's website host at Let's Do Lunch and Sean Marcus and uh, and Brewster just having a nice chat and uh, he happens to drop Sean Marcus he's into Bitcoin and he got in early and apparently Gunston, Sicily, Henderson they're all in it they're all about the Bitcoin I don't know anything about it. I don't, I don't, I don't even know where to start I was jealous of their lives watching them you know warm up before the game and now it's just ridiculous and they're all over Bitcoin and <laughs> The, uh, there's a lot of golf as well. A lot of golfing talk. Yeah, no. Do they have a fast-forward button on that video for that? Well, you can just close it. 
yeah. <laughs> at that point because mostly they just talk about golf. Um, mostly I couldn't, golf talk. There was a lot of golf talk, yeah. And I, I saw that Bruce had a drink on the table and it gave me pause for thought. I did wonder, is he having a uh, little bit of a sip of Luke Hodge? Ugh. <laughs> I mean, there's a they're at the cafe at the Rico Centre, like the restaurant. Is he a drink? There is a Luke Hodge drink. We've brought this up before. Have we? I reckon. I've forgotten it. Yeah, well, Repressed well, it. At one point when Hodge was Hawthorne affiliated, mm-hmm. he, he always will be in spirit. Um, I only have the gingerbread men out there. <laughs> the Hawthorne gingerbread men, they're really good. It's not a nice way to talk about Tim O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> you can't catch No, they definitely can catch him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he caught someone on Saturday night. Was it Crisp? Was it, oh, I can't no, remember. No, it was one of the Collingwood defenders. Yeah, it was a good one. Massive. You've got to be in a fair bit of strife when you caught and by Tim O'Brien. And he got a well done, Tim, from the commentator. <laughs> the, uh, the commentary equivalent of a, of a little sticker a little from a teacher. A tap on the head, yeah. Yeah, a little pat. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. I mean, he didn't do much else, but that's all right. No, he, he, I told you, his concentration levels, keeping his opponent out of the game is sometimes exactly what we need. So anyway, you can um, you can head down and have a... As far as I know, they still have the Luke Hodge on the menu. It's some sort of smoothie. Of course it is. It'll pep you up, make you come out of retirement. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Did you have a will. look at him running <laughs> around for Brisbane? Every time I flicked over, he's on the bench talking to someone. <laughs> there was some, some news outlet like th- threw together like a quick, you know, 10-second sort of highlights package of some things that he did. Right. And it was nothing extraordinary. It was just... Could have been any player. I was just like, oh, okay, well, yeah. there he is. It's a jumper that makes you look mediocre. <laughs> it didn't disturb me seeing him those colours. It just feels like he's playing like country footy. <laughs> I don't know. It just it hasn't had the same effect as me as like uh, you know seeing Mitchell in West Coast colours or like Lewis in Melbourne colours. Hmm. It was like, it was a bit weird and very jarring. Seeing Hodge in Brisbane colours, I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm still it. pissed off about Lewis. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look like you'll have too much success if your theory is correct, so... Shame. <laughs> All right, well, we look ahead to uh, to Easter Monday, and what's going to be your tip? You reckon it'll be close. Do you reckon we can get the job done? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, we can get it done, but um, not confident at all. No. Touch a young side. Do you reckon Impey can just turn it on, run away with the game? <laughs> How many goals? Three. Yeah, I reckon that's a reasonable number, three. It's one of those things I was waiting for. You know, Hawthorne usually wait and get the new recruit to kick kick a goal early. Mm. Didn't happen. Do they do that? Yeah. I haven't get noticed. Get confidence up on the new kid or the new player. Okay, well, I challenge you. It's over to you this time. Oh, really? You name an example. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who have we brought to the club as a forward that we gave a goal to early on? Um, Vickery. Really? Did he score in his first game? No. That's okay. Uh, yeah, it's still on you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> McAvoy? I don't know. See, this is why... This is the difference between you and me in this moment. This is why I didn't make the claim. Because <laughs> I can't back it up. It's just a general feeling that I get. Okay. That they actually look for the guys out of touch and try to bring him into the, into the game. Well, maybe. I mean, I hope you're right. If if Impy kicked three, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Guess we'll see what happens. I liked what I saw from Impy. Yeah. But uh, he, he got I, into the game eventually. I enjoyed what Howe was doing around the ball. Mm. Mm. 
and he did a wonderful pass at, at one point. I thought, geez, he's improved in the off-season. Oh, I think he's been coming along well. I think it's it's been a while in the making. I don't think it's just out of nowhere. But but it's not going to be as easy as it was last week for the for the back six. Oh, no. God, no. Uh, th- this will be a good test, as it always is against Geelong. But it doesn't mean I don't have a rant. It doesn't mean they're You've off got the a board. rant? Oh, yeah. I've got a rant. Does it involve Ablett? No. Oh. I mean, of course, well, he plays for Geelong, so I guess it does. No. you got to say his name. Mate, they're all in the firing line. You're not mentioning Jesus on Easter weekend. I did that last year. <laughs> if anyone goes back and listens, I'll just be repeating myself. I said it was going to be okay. the I said it was going to be the resurrection of Hawthorne. And I think we lost. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear! Oh, that week we lost a few more after that. Yeah, lost a few more. Do you want to hear it or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love it. I do. I do like it. Cats fans, there's a question that's been bugging me as much as people saying your team's nothing but a three-man list bugs you. What is it with Geelong not being able to get the job done? Whether you're dependent on a rare Isaac Smith blunder or more recently a missed shot from Max Gorn, seems to me you're just not good enough to win the big games by yourselves, are you? But congratulations are in order, Geelong. You've become the Stephen Bradbury of the AFL, holding out for some saving grace in the dying seconds of a tight game, hoping Lady Luck hands you a get-out-of-jail-free card. It seems to work too. People conveniently forget you're not contenders, don't they? They forget you're actually also Rams. But that's about to change. Come Easter Monday, the Hawks are going to set things straight and prove that Cats only have so many lives. I hate Chris Scott. Tell me I'm wrong. Did I hit upon some salient points there? Yeah, they do did. get They do get a bit lucky in tight games, as much as we did the other year. All right, well, look... Um what? How, how can I look at this? I've distracted you from your hatred of Chris Scott, anyway. Yeah, no, I'm coming back to it. I'm <laughs> going to circle back. Okay. Uh, the scenic route. 20, 2011, yep. Collingwood, Geelong mm. in the grand final. Geelong win. Mm. Collingwood decide that they need a new coach. Uh, Chris Scott has just inherited this list that coached itself. is meant to be the way that you detract from it, but he's still a premiership coach, right? Yep. Now, success has evaded them both. <laughs> but one bloke has just gone a, an absolute Hail Mary on getting Gary Ablett. Yeah. Right? So, what I'm asking is, how big is the window for Geelong? Is it one year? Is it two years? I think that's too early a call to make right now. Only because we haven't seen the three players that they have play with each other. Like, they haven't all played in the same side yet. Hmm. We'll know how good they are when that starts to happen. Well, Taylor's out now, and he's out for a while. Plantar mm. fasciitis. It's not a great injury. Mm. And then you've got Ablett, who's invariably injured. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it could backfire brilliantly for, for the rest of the competition. It could be great just watching this team try something and so, just, just fall apart. Can... Collingwood finish higher than Geelong. Oh, jeez. The question is, and I think I know the answer, do you want them to? I kind of do. <laughs> it wouldn't be too bad. Look, as long as they both finish outside the eight, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> I don't care where they finish as long as they're not in the finals. I mean, Chris Scott must be like, uh, I finally put Harry behind the ball and look <laughs> what happened, people. <laughs> this is what happens. Yep. That's why we don't do it. As it stands, I'm still nervous about playing Geelong. I'm st- I've not been given any reason to not be nervous. I'm going to sit there and go, all right, Clarko, what do you got? Because he's going to have some one hell of a game plan, I reckon. 
It's going to be great. It's going to um, be really good to watch. I know we're about to wrap up, but I think one question, and this is kind of like tracking back to last week, we're talking about what Isaac Smith said about a new game style. Oh, you know what it was, don't you? I do not know what it was. Handballing. Much was more it? handballing. Really? Yep. You have to uh, consult the stats on that one. Not that I don't believe you. I'm you know, back curious. half. Much more handballing to um, to break out into space. No, we're much better at the handballs. And um, yeah, I thought we were, we looked a lot quicker as a result of that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm liking it. Yeah, so far so good. I mean, started the season with a win. Can't complain there. It was it was, it was an enjoyable win. There were some positives and negatives. It wasn't perfect, but. No, we've started well. And every time we win, we get a discount on Hawk's Nest. Did you notice that? <laughs> I did notice. You're the second person to bring that up to me today. Yeah. The other one was my dad. Really? Yeah. What are you going to get? Tickets to that event at the Grand Hyatt. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let you do that. Oh, we'll see. I won't let you do that. I'm just going to wait for us to string a few wins together and use them all at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a 48-hour thing, isn't it? Oh, is it? Mm. Bastards. <laughs> You know who started it? Who? Melbourne. Did they? Yeah. Pretty sure they were the ones. Because they were confident they wouldn't win? Yeah. <laughs> They'd never have to pay out on the discount? <laughs> oh, speaking of pay out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, that uh, dollar multi bet didn't go so well for me. Didn't it? <laughs> All right. Have you got another one for us? All right. Just something for us to laugh at over Easter. Okay, fine. All right. Let me bring up the fixture. See so you go out in the first game. Have you got and Adelaide, you know, you know Richmond? What? You know what? Like, you do say it to annoy you. you up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it works. Mm. And I think it works because I can't say you're wrong. <laughs> it's, it is usually the first game. I just have a habit of... I'm trying to I'm trying to pick all nine rounds on the back of a dollar to to score whatever whatever the payout is. Last it, week it was a grand, but uh, every time I try this, how many legs did you get last week? Oh, that's that's a good question. Let's review. Uh, Richmond. Well, I failed from the first game. Okay, again, I failed okay. from the first yeah, game. Yeah, but we're just I, looking at the legs. So okay, so just the results. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Richmond, I got Essendon, I got. Brisbane, I didn't get. I was close. They were 10 points down at three-quarter time. It looked good. It looked good for a while. Didn't look good. Until it didn't. Um, Port Adelaide won. Uh, Gold Coast won. Yeah, Collingwood. I, mate, I tipped the rest. <laughs> Actually, wait, no, I tipped Melbourne who lost three points. That was close as well. So, hey. Not too bad. I, I'm, I reckon I'm getting nearer. Nearer to a big payout. Anyway. This week, okay, I've got the fixture up. This is great. This is a tough one. This gives you an insight into the minds <laughs> of gamblers. It's a Off dollar. I know, it's just a dollar, but he's still making all the same arguments. Anyway, go on. <laughs> oh, come on. This is a... I'm getting closer because you got more legs. <laughs> Adelaide? Okay, okay, all right. Yes, that was fallible <laughs> in logic, I understand. <laughs> I'm still going to do it because it's only a dollar. Uh, just around the corner, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, God. No, now you're making me feel bad. I don't want to do this anymore because I'm not that person. You're making me out to be something I'm not. Okay, well, Adelaide, Richmond. So I don't I don't have the odds in front of me. But Who cares? I imagine Adelaide is going to pay more than Richmond. Right. And they're playing at home, so I'll probably go Adelaide there. <laughs> After all that's been said. After all we've said, yep. I'm still going to tip Adelaide. Yep. 
Well, you have to make some risks when it's only a dollar. Like this you have is to delightful. Okay, uh, North St Kilda, bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> Who's the favourite there? Yeah, the favourite is whoever has the remotes. They can turn off the TV. You know that's they're, a good they're Friday the real game. winners. Oh, it's the Good Friday game. Yeah. yeah, it is too. That's not a Good Friday. <laughs> oh, they they bet- campaigned to have that game. Well. I could think of better Fridays, to be honest. Uh, Carlton Gold Coast. Again, I don't know who the favourite is there. Etihad Stadium. Uh, oh, that is actually tough because Gold Coast would be paying a bit for that, but I have no idea. Um, I'll go Gold Coast. Um, <laughs> I need to get the total up somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Collingwood. Now he's going for odds as well. It's not enough to just I pick the nine. He needs the odds as well. Off we go. Keep going. This is great. Because on the off chance I do win, I don't want to win $10 for the dollar that I have. All right. Yep. As it is only a dollar, that affords me license to take chances. Yeah. Oh, God. There's so many gamblers fallacies here. Anyway, keep going. (laughs) I know it's stupid. I know. Just so you know and the listeners know, don't (laughs) at me. It's meant to be ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, Melbourne, Brisbane at the Gabba. Oh wow! Uh, Brisbane. Oh, again, because I don't you know what I don't know what they're paying. It's got to be Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne will probably just pick win. Melbourne. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm looking for upsets as well. That's not going to. That's one. not going to be an upset. No. Okay. What's Melbourne's record like at the Gabba? Who cares? <laughs> okay. What's Brisbane's? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, okay. Frio Essendon at Optus Stadium. Now that's actually an interesting game. That's the same for me, principle for me. How is it interesting for you? Because if you look at the stats that Adelaide were getting against Essendon, mm. their midfielders running right. Yeah. And then you look at what happened to Frio and how they were beaten was because their midfield was taken out of it. Yep. Now, what happens if Frio actually get a decent amount of the pill? There's nothing to suggest that. So, <laughs> I'm going to go Essendon. Uh, Western Bulldogs uh, against the West Coast Eagles at Etihad. Well, that's a tough one as well. Because uh, West Coast typically don't travel well. But they have won... Didn't they win at Etihad recently? Like, to break a big drought? I think yeah, they did. They beat the Dogs, I think. I think they... Oh, no, I think it was North. They beat. Does that count? <laughs> I think we both know it doesn't, so uh, I'll retract that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, this is wonderful. Uh, I'll go Bulldogs. I don't trust West Coast. Sydney Port. Oh, there's no option. There's nothing oh, I can say God. that doesn't have a reaction. Yeah, it's true. Sydney Port at you the want SCG. A coin? I'll give you a dollar and you can just flip it. <laughs> you, you want to just give me a dollar? Yeah. You can just flip it to work out who you want to do for each one of these. You're an enabler. That's what you are. (laughs) (laughs) Sydney Port. uh, Well, I wonder if Port are everything that people have built them up to be off one game. I wonder who goes in favourites there because Sydney on their home turf. I'll I'll go Sydney. But again, that's probably based on who the favourite is. I'll tip whoever's not the favourite so it pays out more. Um, Port Adelaide won't win in Sydney. Geelong, Hawthorne. I will tip Hawthorne. Really? That was the easiest one just out of all those. Money. I just tipped Hawthorne. The easiest one out of all nine. Aren't you going to give us the line at least? What do you mean? Well, if we're not favourite, question. we'll get like 10 points for the line, which will be added to our score. And if it goes Speaking over Geelong's gobbledygook. score... I don't know, I don't know what, so it, what the any line, of this means. Oh, God. You are an enabler. Don't tell me what it means, because the moment I start learning about how gambling works is probably when I'll get The invested. line is a handicap. 
Okay. So they'll give us 10 this points. This is embarrassing. Everyone listening to this is like, he doesn't know what the line is. Yeah. Well, not all of them. The, the point of all this is, it's only a dollar and I'm not really invested. Don't start making it more serious than I want it to be. You just spent 10 minutes telling me who you're going to... You asked me to! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Outrageous. Oh, Mason's multi. Wow. Yep. I thought you weren't going to bet on Hawthorne. I thought you are just going to take no, them that's, out. No, that's the anti-fantasy league. Okay. I'm not picking Hawthorne players, which we haven't done. Do you want to do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, I, I am doing it and we'll provide it. How about we provide an update next week? Only because round one, I got some good results for the players that played. Talia. Yep. Um, but there were just so many that weren't picked. And it's just put me in such a bad spot. You can't do that. You'll just have to start a new team. I didn't want to do... I didn't want to do that. I don't make the teams. I don't pick them. But they come up with a little green light or a little red light. It didn't tell me who was playing or not. Yeah, it does. It, you saw me at the pub try and access the app. Oh, that's true. No, it yeah. it up. Yeah, the I couldn't make any last-minute changes. Yeah, and by, and when true. the round started, by the time it ended, I had a look at it. I had a look at my team. And no one had played. I'm like, well, that just ruins the season. Because, of course, I'm going to score low now, which is the point. Sisley got 125 in Supercoach. Good for him. That's not what I'm going for. It's I not had what Tom I'm Mitchell as my captain. Uh, it's just turned into a Jager and Muir in the now. midfield. Yeah, all right. Okay, how about we wrap this up? <laughs> well, people say don't pick your own players. But I'm confused because you want me to pick Hawthorne players for my anti-fantasy team. Yeah, well, you can have Frawley. No, I don't, I'm not picking any Hawthorne players. We've want gone him to over have this. The ball. We're wrapping up. That's it. I'm not talking anymore about anti fantasy league. I'll bring it up when it starts getting good again. When I when I start fielding the full team, which, as we know, could take till round twenty three, that's when I'll bring it up. I'll provide some updates, but yeah. What about Tiz's token bet? Jeez, oh, <laughs> gonna have to talk about this off mic. I think. Oh. No? The meetings are happening off mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At Hawk Talk Pod on Twitter, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, Facebook, we, we, well, we have a Facebook page now. Facebook.com slash Hawk Talk Pod. Um, we're being tracked. It's going to be great. iTunes, again, subscribe, rate and review us, do all that stuff. Uh, and you can find us on SoundCloud and podcast apps and all that. I mean, if you're listening, you probably know that by now. But yeah, rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes. All that really helps. And, and we'll see you at the ground on Monday. You going? Yeah. I, I will say one f- one final parting thing. Um, I reckon it happens fairly frequently now that I'll go to the footy and um, someone will come up to me and they're a fan of the podcast. So it is very much appreciated when people rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes, but it is quite um, surreal and very lovely when people happen to find me in M10 at the MCG and they say, uh, we love your work. And they ask, where's Tiz? <laughs> And I say... He's over there. <laughs> I say the MCC. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. it's the truth. Yeah. And they look at me and go... They, <laughs> they, they give you that. <laughs> it's almost every time. Uh, yeah. No, I say that sometimes he wanders down and he's a man of the people when he wants to he's be. He's a man of the people. <laughs> he mixes in with the normals. The, the normals. normals. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? What a top-down view of the world. <laughs> <laughs>
No, nah, it's great. I love it when people come up. It's it's uh, if you do happen to spot me, which it's know, a, it's a, it's strategy. Obviously, you're on one side of the ground. I'm on the other. We never miss anything. You do give a completely different analytical sort of take to me. Like your view of the ground is completely different. I think therefore you're. Yeah, I have no idea what happened over the other side of the ground. Actually, I wear those little uh, sports ears. Yeah. And I can hear BT in the commentary box. Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Well, I imagine that, watch a it portable BT. I well, couldn't I tell think, you what. That is a nightmarish dystopia. <laughs> BT following you around everywhere well, in your ears. And I can hear the umps. Again, I don't know. Like, that's a, that's just a doomsday scenario. Yeah. We yeah, have to make that choice. Who would you rather listen to? Well, I had to find out what that bloody uh, Pendlebury free kick was for. We got outdone in the free kicks 30 to 20. You see yeah. That? Yeah. And we were screaming. That was the... That was the um, we were making so much noise. <laughs> that was the greatest differential for the rounds, thirty to twenty. Was differential it re- of ten. Oh, that's yeah. a good stat. Should have brought that out earlier. You know how to contact us, and you know how to find us. Apparently, the game. It's always really cool to uh, to meet people, and uh, you all have such kind words to say. So, I think on that note, it's a nice note to end it on. Tis it is. I think it's pretty good. Uh, we'll see you Easter Monday for Hawthorne Geelong, and tell them they can come up to me in the MCC if they like. <laughs> Just as long as they're wearing the right thing. Yeah. Man, the standards, they're dropping there. (laughs) We are a happy team at Hawthorne. (laughs)